Hey everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Road to the European Open in Ibiza presented by How They Train. How they train. I'm Frederick Funk and I'm joined today not by Colin Chartier as he's um, sadly out with a with a back injury and decided not to to come on this podcast as he has no, no training to report. And sadly this week also missing out is Mika Note. Um, he sadly had a bike crash uh, last weekend. And yeah, still waiting for a diagnosis there. And yeah, he said like he also doesn't really want want to talk about it yet. Um, but hopefully we'll get both of them on the pod again. Um, so they can talk about their yeah, problems and injuries. Um, but I'm I'm joined joined today by um uh, we already had him on the pod uh, last week, third place of the PTO Canadian Open last year, Aaron Royal. And um our new New guy, second place of uh, Clash Miami this year and winner of Challenge Puerto Varas this year as well, Tom Bishop. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hey Freddie, hey hey Tom. I think you forgot to add um, in Tom's intro, maybe the lowest CDA out of every triathlete out there. Oh yeah, I was always wondering, uh, is, is his power meter reading low? This can't be possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, hi guys. Um yeah, we can. T well, Aaron, you're actually going there tomorrow, so you can experience that 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 for yourself. But um, yeah, it, I, I've got a pretty good setup, so I'm not going <laughs> to complain about that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, um, but yeah, before we go go to, go into Tom and and his training and um, also what he did uh, until now over over the winter. Um, yeah, we left left the, the people with a little cliffhanger in last episode um, because I wanted to talk about um, Aaron's uh, low carb uh, approach or diet as he's training with with Dan Plus as well. So, Aaron, uh, tell tell us about how how you are approaching this. <laughs> Big drum roll, please. Um, <laughs> to be honest, um, I'm really probably not the person to ask because. Uh, it, it, if in all honesty, I don't do anything, um, or at least I don't do anything different uh, as I used to do. Now that I'm working with Dan Plews and Freddie, you you probably, to be honest, you I know you've done a, a little bit of it. Maybe um, I, I'm not sure, but I, I feel like seeing something where you've done a little bit of this sort of stuff. And so, you, to be honest, you probably know yeah. more about it than I do. Um, but I think so. We we tested it in the lab. Um, so so basically, with Dan Plews, that's kind of what he's known for <laughs> which I feel like maybe is not super fair because he's he's done quite a lot of other things as a coach and um, also as an athlete himself but whenever you mention Dan Plews for, for whatever reason um, it seems like a lot of people go oh well, you must be restricting carbs and you're just on the fats which is totally not true at all especially not for me and I think for a lot of his pros is, is the case as well um, his approach is just right for right time um, and certainly that does mean at times for some of the athletes that don't have great fat oxidation or fat utilization, um, it will be trying to better that and, and by doing low carb rides or fasted rides, et cetera. But um, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like when I did, well, don't, not that I don't know if it's true, but I, I can't remember whether this is what Dan said, but when I did do testing earlier on in the year, um, I think he said that my fat, fat utilization was the best he's ever seen. So for me, I've never, I, he just said, carry on doing what you'd normally do. Don't even need to worry about it. That's a good point there, Alan, because he tested you. And 
like he realizes that that was the situation for you so he, he does tests and makes assessments off the test so if someone like you said if someone needs to improve their oxidation then then he'll get that into their training if, if like you don't need to do it then why would you sort of thing um, yeah it shows that he's a good coach and he can read the numbers look at the data and make assessments from it yeah yeah exactly and i think um i've never really done anything so i don't know how i'm supposedly quite good at it <laughs> utilizing fats but um i think if i if i look back and i think it's just because I, I grew up as a swimmer um all throughout my schooling years and often you swim five to seven in the morning or at least you do in australia five times a week and i did that for 12 years and it's always fasted like not deliberately but as a 12 year old getting up in the morning at 4 30 a.m to get to the pool you just never ate and you just went and always did aerobic sessions hard sessions swim like all of this type of stuff so naturally you probably like i'm guessing have developed good fat utilization i don't know but either way sorry to leave everyone on a cliffhanger it certainly wasn't as exciting as people were hoping um and what i would say about it is you know because I, I yeah I, it does polarize people i think um there is certainly merit to it um and there is certainly evidence to show that if you can utilize fats longer than especially as the race goes on um you have more carbs basically essentially to use but i think um yeah that's that's all there is to it, Freddie. So unfortunately, sorry guys, there there isn't some secret formula that I've been doing or some certain thing that um, is magically going to make make you go faster. I think, uh, yeah, just right feel at the right time. Yeah, yeah, like you said, I'm I'm doing it as well. Sometimes, like especially on the the longer aerobic days. I mean, not really for um, any intensity or anything, but um, yeah, yeah, like like you said, like if anyone hears coach by Dan Plus, it's immediately like, oh, so you're doing uh, doing low carb. And like it, like you are doing nothing about that, and like I'm actually doing uh, doing it sometimes. But yeah, when many people here I'm coached by by Dan Lurang, they're not thinking that uh, I'm going low carb. So yeah, it's it's quite funny, and it's I think it's like uh, a little bit bit overhyped now this this theme. <laughs> to be honest, Dan Plews and I have spent maybe honestly less than five minutes chatting about this. You know, yeah. like literally in the whole time that we've been working together, it's like five minutes. So um, he, he did say at some point, if I do want to do an Ironman, he will introduce it like certain sessions at some points. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I don't, I don't really do too much of it at the moment. Um, so should I crack on with my week? Yeah. Uh, talk us through a week. Cool. Um, so yeah, I was in Monte Gordo in Portugal, as I, as I mentioned last week. And so this week we actually traveled back to Leeds on the Tuesday. Um, and I also had, so I had that, that was a travel day. And I also had to travel back to Swansea. We, I live in, in Leeds at the moment, but my, my wife lives in Swansea, which is about a five hour drive away. Um, so I had to do that and back within that week. So overall, obviously I'll get into the specifics, but overall the week total numbers are down a little bit. Um, and, but but I think I've still got quite a bit of quality in there um, and I'll go into it as well, like I said, but I think probably maybe one of the days I overdid it a little bit with just trying to fit everything in. So I, and, and it was certainly on, on me a little bit. I think Dan was maybe wanting to change the program a little bit more than we did. And, and I was kind of keen to keep um, a lot of the intensity in at least 
all the the key sessions and and on one of the days I still got the work done but it kind of just almost wrecked me and and I had to take a couple of days easy off the back of that I mean it was scheduled anyway but I was had to go even easier than than was planned um but yeah I'll get into the I'll get into the week so Monday because of the Tuesday travel day I moved my bike session from Tuesday to Monday so um, I started the day with a three and a half hour, three hour 20 bike session. Um, what was it? About 112 kilometers. And the session was um, four by 15 minutes, reps one and two as five minutes at 320, five minutes at 330, five minutes at 340. Um, and this is on a hill at low cadence, I think it was. I'm just trying to check. Yeah, well, 70, 70 cadence. Um, so, yeah, that was rep one and two or with a rollback down recovery rep three was just all at 330 and rep four was five minutes at 310, five minutes at 340 and then five minutes at 310. That was a prescribed and from memory without going into the actual laps, I think pretty much was, yeah, I was basically, I'm just trying to read it now quickly, pretty much was on those numbers as, as was set. Um, yeah, just roll back down recovery in between each of those efforts. I think I took my lactate on that day. I can't, no, actually, no, it wasn't that day. Um, so yeah, no, no lactate on that, on that session. Um, that's what I started the day as, and then we did a swim, which was again, um, weird number, 5,950 meters. Probably I missed 50 meters there somewhere. It's supposed to be 6k. I hope so. <laughs> and that would probably do your do you in wouldn't it freddie i know you like to finish on round numbers yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> especially especially when it's like uh five thousand nine hundred you, you would never see me swimming that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah i don't yeah it, it would have been but i think i might have mentioned last week using the form swim goggles sometimes if i if i kind of like flip in the middle of the pool or not flip but go from backstroke to freestyle or vice versa. It sometimes thinks I'm flip turning or also I just may have miscounted. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that was just a 6K basically swim session, all aerobic. The main session, main set was 15, 200s, well, five pull band paddles, five boy only, and then five lower aerobic swimming um, with 15 seconds rest in between each with a little bit of a warm down and a, sorry, warm up and a warm down beforehand to make it up to 6K. But yeah, nothing too crazy and then uh, a 40 minute easy run which times are you swimming for the 200 when you're saying lower aerobic <sighs> to be honest we, we, i think on that day so i'd probably be swimming 118s ish depending on if it's so probably 115s in a 25 probably about 115s to one short course yeah well yeah. It, it, we we change it depends um what day we we're swimming um but if I'm in a if I'm in a short course pool, it's probably one fifteens to one seventeens, and then one nineteens to one twenties ish, roughly around about that in in a fifty meter pool. But to be honest, we don't really do stuff on time cycles when it's aerobic swimming like that. It's just like and or certain holding certain paces. It's just kind of how you feel on the day, um, and it's just often we set ourselves off in in the lane just take on that type of swim 10 15 seconds rest in between each rep um, not too specific uh then on to the tuesday 
which was travel day. Um, I actually was meant to have just an e uh, sorry, a three k easy swim, um, before travel, but I got my times wrong in terms of what time our flight was, and I think we had to leave at six thirty a.m. something like that. So just didn't have time to to swim in the morning. Um, and then I had a, an hour twenty five run when I got in. Um, it's just as we know, travel days just seem to take a lot longer and a lot more out of you getting back home and then having to go out for a run like that yeah it wasn't too too bad I mean I didn't feel great I was starting to get a bit a bit tired especially like travel so you know you can do a travel day and when your chronic load's quite low or you're not in a heavy block of training and it's fine like at least I find it fine um obviously depends how far you're traveling but within Europe it's fine but yeah, that was off the back of a camp, off the back of a few hard weeks. I was, yeah, I didn't really look forward to that run. So it was an hour 25, really easy, 17.3K at 4.54 pace. Um, yeah, I, like I said, didn't feel great on that, um, on that run and just tired from the travel day, which was not a good sign going into Wednesday, um, which was a quality day. Again, that was moved. My Wednesday was supposed to be on Thursday, but because I was traveling down to Swansea to my to my wife's place for an awards night, we moved that to Wednesday, um, which again, probably in hindsight, I probably wouldn't have done that, just um, would have probably tried to manage it a little bit differently. Just It was probably just a little bit too much, um, you know, but I guess I, I don't know whether you guys, Freddie, because I know I don't think Tom does, but Freddie, do you use HRV? Uh, yeah, yeah. I have the, the ordering and um I mean I like recorded and also um write it into training peaks, um, but like I don't uh set my, my, my training for it or something. Like yeah. even when it's when it's low, obviously after like a hard training day or a big travel day and I have a big session coming up, I I still go by feeling more than than mm. of course than just HRE. But yeah. I take it into account, including feeling and resting heart rate. Like if everything is is shit, like my feeling as well, then obviously then we think about um, skipping a session or doing something easy only. Mm. Yeah, that's a good good point. I um, Dan is really big on on HRV. I think that's probably what he should be more known at for is his HRV. I think that's what he did his his PhD in. I think that's why he's Doctor Dan Plews. I could be wrong on that, but I think he did it in on HRV. So he definitely is um, a big advocate for it. But because we've been on almost separate times of the world or time zones, um, he can't look at it that day and make a decision. So I don't upload it until I finish that day, if that makes sense, or I don't look at it because I don't want it to, yeah, like almost what you are saying, Freddie, there, that I want my feelings. I don't want to lose touch with my feelings and let my training dictated. I want my training to be dictated by my feelings rather than a, a ring or a heart rate variability telling me how I should feel. The reason I say that is because if I did look at it beforehand, that it was quite low, and my feelings weren't quite weren't very good, and I probably wouldn't have done the sessions as they were this day. And I don't know. I'm I'm like on the fence as to whether that's a good or a bad thing. Like obviously, it can help you try and avoid you from overstepping the line. Um, but I think for me this day, I still was able to get through a good quality day without put myself into a hole and so that's yeah that's kind of why i was bringing up that hrv is to you know we do use it yeah but on, on this day i didn't particularly 
use it to dictate my training, but also, but it also sort of validated how my feelings were, if that makes sense. I guess, I guess with time, you'll probably have to make better calls of that. And I'm sure Dan will guide you with that as well. Like you, you've only been using it for a couple of months, haven't you? So I guess the more you get used to it, the more you can probably make better calls. But yeah, like I'm sure Dan will be able to help you with that, if, especially with the time zone change and stuff like uh, maybe sometimes you do need to make the call on the day or whatever. But mm. um, I don't use it. So I, I, I'm much more in tune with my feelings or potentially anyway. But um, mm. yeah, it, it's a good device and Dan's obviously an expert on it. So I'm sure you can make it with that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, let me, let me, get, I'll get into my day. Um, so it started with a 5K swim. Uh, so uh, what did we do that day? Were you there, Tom? Oh, yeah, here we go. It was again another aerobic day. So normally we swim hard on a Tuesday. We missed that. So we didn't try and make it up on a Wednesday. Um, so this was a 5K swim. Um, again, aerobic. The main set was two 400s, pool boy paddles band, um, and then one as boy only, pool boy only, and an 800 with some 50 drill, 150 normal swimming, um, two 400s uh, with some pool boy band paddles, and then an 800 um, as 150 lower aerobic, 50 tempo. And again, that was, that was in a 50-meter pool and swimming like – 115s ish with the pull weight band paddles on and then probably 120 pace on the lower aerobic um if you want to know my exact times you can go look me up on strava because i don't actually i don't record my each rep um or swimming times but it's all there with the with the form swim goggles it gives you every split so um yeah you can go check that out um and then i had a turbo session i, I wasn't specifically um meant to be on the turbo but i did I think it was bad weather or or whatever first day back into the uk after being in portugal i think i couldn't couldn't face going out in the bad weather for this session um so it was two hours 15 ride and the session was four by 12 minutes as four minutes at 300 or this is what it was meant to be four minutes at 300 watts four minutes at 340 watts four minutes at 300 watts um and then four minutes between reps and then 10 minutes easy and then 15 minutes at 330. And the what I actually did, yeah, basically the first one was bang on four minutes at 300, then four minutes at 352, four minutes at 300. Then I was really tired after that, thinking how am I going to do the next three? Um, I took an extra minute's rest because I just wasn't ready to go after four minutes. So I took five minutes. Then the next rep, four minutes at 300, four minutes at 350, four minutes at 300, still hitting the numbers there, but again, just knowing that it was just a lot harder and I was having to give far more of myself in that session than I think I should have been. Um, and it, yeah, again, I wasn't ready to go after four minutes. So it took five and a half minutes this time. And this is where it started to slip. I went four minutes at 297 watts, four minutes at 338 watts, and then four minutes at 290. It was actually 358. I think I was pretty much couldn't get out the last two seconds and six minutes rest so increasing the rest even more and then the last one of the 12 minutes was four minutes at 297 four minutes at 342 and four minutes at 295 and then into the 10 minutes easy and then 15 minutes at 289 and it was meant to be 300 i mean i was a little bit off the numbers i was meant to hit but i wouldn't say it was a terrible session but it was just it was probably the first session in this block where i had 
given almost everything of myself. I couldn't really go any harder and um, finish that going, you know, that was, yeah, pretty much everything that I had on the day. And I think up until this point, everything had been going well. I'd been hitting my numbers and, and almost feeling like oh, I can go again. I could do another set if I needed to. Um, whereas, yeah, this one certainly uh, took a lot more out of me. And, and so I had a run off the bike to do on that as well. And, and this is where I was questioning whether I, I did the run off the bike. Uh, I say run off the bike. I think I sat down for about 15 minutes in the in the bike room um, before I put my my trainers on and, and went outside questioning whether I was going to do it. And um, I started to feel okay, as you tend to do. It's like you finish the session, the first five minutes you feel like shit, and then you start to feel a little bit better. Um, and so I thought, well, I'll go out and I'll just give it a go. And I'll start the first 4K. The session was 4K, 3K, 2K, 1K. And the 4K was meant to be at 3.30, 3Ks at 3.20, 2K in 3.10 pace. These are all pace, obviously. And 1K in 3.05 pace um, with 60 to 2 minutes, 60 seconds to 2 minutes between each each rep. Um, and, yeah, I just went out and I was like, right, well, you know, just give it a go. Start the session. See how you feel. If you feel all right, crack on. If you think like you're you know, overstepping the mark, um, take a break. Oh, sorry. Take a break. Call it. Call a day, and and just and call it there. But it didn't end up. The the run actually didn't end up too bad. I um, I did three thirty four pace for the four k, which was a little bit off. It was meant to be, uh, but again, nothing terrible. Uh, and then I took the full two minutes rest. Uh, the three k was in three twenty two pace, so about two seconds off was meant to off the the target pace per kilometer. Um, two minutes rest. Uh, 312 for the 2k pace um so two seconds off there and two minutes rest again and then 304 pace for the last 1k uh so yeah in the end it wasn't a bad day uh, but it was just certainly something that i really had to push you do it on the um on the brownie circuit with the hills there uh yes oh, so you, you've got you forgot to mention to everyone that there's still a hill on that circuit so that's <laughs> But I think it don't you reckon it negates itself? So those obviously in Leeds would know that the Brownlee circuit and probably those not in Leeds would also have heard of the Brownlee circuit. But um it's basically a mile bike crit circuit, but also we we use it to run sometimes um with a with a bit of a hill in it. But I think I don't know, I I reckon the the corners and stuff, obviously we know GPS doesn't work super well around corners. I think it almost negates, don't you reckon? I reckon you get a few seconds I just with think the corners. You take the good ones. And then complain about yeah. bad ones, basically. Yeah. Oh, the hill got me, or the wind, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, 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 that's true. Um, so yeah, it's not an easy, it's not an easy course. But but how was your your heart rate for for that session, the bike and run session? Because like when I have these days um, where I feel like I'm go I feel like I'm going really hard, but my heart rate is actually like pretty low. That I know it's like yeah, definitely f I'm fatigued. Um, so how was how was that for you? Yeah, I mean it was a little bit lower than um, expected. I didn't take what well, is it as it would be normally. I didn't take any lactate on those sessions. Um, but yeah, the heart rate was a little bit lower, so I was certainly um, fatigued. And and I think just changing. So I had a big weekend the weekend before. So Saturday Sunday was big, and then normally Monday was pretty easy. But because I was traveling Tuesday, we moved some sessions to Monday some hard sessions. So I had like Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday hard as well. Then the travel Tuesday. And then this Wednesday where it was meant to be Thursday, 
so like looking back now it's like well no wonder you know it's like of course um well not of course sometimes you might get away with it but it's easy to see when you look back and go well you've you shuffled your week around you've taken out basically some of your easy days then your easy day was traveling which isn't as we know that easy then you've gone straight into another harder day it just caught up on me and um but you know I was actually like these type of days are the ones that like as we all will do when we get close to a big race and this PTO visa you look back on how your preparation's been and of course, it's easy to look at the ones where you were smashing out 360 watts or three-minute Ks for 1K reps, et cetera, or whatever in the pool. Um, it's easy to look at them and gain confidence from them. But I also gain a lot of confidence from these days where um, you just have to knuckle down. It's not pretty and you feel awful pretty much and you're still able to get it done. And I'm sure we're all the same that you know, these are the days where you look back and go, well, you know, if you can do that on your bad day, and that's what I always try to pride. I, I want to be an athlete that on his bad day can still rock up and in races that is um, put on good performances. And these these type of days go a long way to that. I think. Yeah, that's a good philosophy. I reckon. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Yeah. Cool. So I'll move on. That was uh, that was Wednesday Hump Day, um, and it was certainly into two easy days now. Uh, one of them because I was yeah traveling down to. My wife, who I have to mention non-stamp, but she won Swansea Sports Person of the Year Award. <laughs> so go her in her retirement. She's actually retired now and still winning awards. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, well done. I'll pass it on. <laughs> um, and yeah, so on to Thursday, I did... Oh yeah, so I did. I, I got up early um, and did the swim session before we travelled down with the, the squad before our normal squad, um, which is still part of the Leeds Triathlon Centre, but it's what they call Development Squad. Uh, I did a 4,300 metres and the session was, um, oh, I've got it written down here because I didn't actually upload it. Um, three times 100 threshold. Uh, I did them in about 67. So this is in a 25 metre pool. Um, so three 100 threshold in 67 or 107 into one 200 threshold in about 218. Uh, and we did that three times. So that's 1,500 metres. And then... I think we took a minute's rest there and then went into three 300 threshold and I was doing them in about 327, 328s, so just under 110s. Um, I kind of would say I wasn't fully committing to that um, off the back of a hard that hard day yet the day before where I just felt awful. I, I, still, I still hit some pretty good times, um, but I'd say probably not so much in the hundreds 67s is about my threshold i would say and maybe a couple of seconds off the 200 and and three or four seconds off the off the 300 pace for the threshold but still nonetheless a, a pretty decent session session there and then i went into a 90 minute bike ride just easy that was pretty much basically as soon as i got out of the water as non was coaching the the performance session that tom was in and the others um i did my 90 minute bike ride and then we basically got in the car drove down to Swansea and had the Swansea sports awards that night. So that was, that was Thursday done. Actually, I think, yeah, I, I slept eight that, that Thursday night. I must've been in bed super early because we swam at six 30 in the morning and I got eight hours sleep. So I don't know how that works. I must've, I must've been in bed at like eight 30 at night, <laughs> something like that, eight, nine, nine o'clock at night. So I was obviously pretty tired. And then another easy day on Friday, just 30 minutes of gym. I had an optional 30-minute run, which I did 
7.1k easy 439 pace and then a 5k a 5k easy swim um and that session was four times no no it's fridays it's just um a mixture of pool technique work with a few sprints nothing too too specific there that's typically our fridays i i don't know about tom well actually i do know about tom and i'm pretty much the same as tom we kind of just um we fudge our way through the sprints don't we tom uh yeah pretty <laughs> i was uh, sitting on hips <laughs> the whole time uh last friday yeah, Fridays, I just don't want to know anything about sprints. So, Russ, that's our swim coach, if you're listening. Sorry, mate, but it's um, I just cannot get myself sprinting on a Friday. I basically, I think I just thrash the water a little bit and kick the legs a little bit more just to make it look like I'm sprinting. Yeah, you can fake it, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the Friday. And then, so Saturday, again, I spoke about last week um, where I did a Saturday session that felt like I was training for an Ironman. And... Um, this one again was was fairly similar to that. Not really. I mean, it's probably more specific, definitely more specific to seventy point threes. But it, to me, it still feels like a little bit like Ironman training. Um, so a four hour forty five, four hour forty three to be exact. Um, bike ride one hundred forty seven k, and the session. Um, yeah, so the session was three. That's how bad my memory is. I couldn't even remember that. That's only about four days ago. Uh, the session was three by thirty minute efforts uh at around about 290 to 300 watts um so i'd say hopefully that's a little bit below my 70.3 power um i guess we'll find out in a couple of weeks in grand canaria but that's yeah i'd say that's a little bit below my 70.3 power so the first one was 297 294 291 with uh seven to eight minutes six to eight minutes um rest between each rep and that felt a lot better it still did i still felt a little bit tired um, just from the week and the travel and the traveling down to Swansea, the awards night, et cetera. But that felt a lot better than, than Wednesday and the heart rate was back to normal. Um, and the feelings were as they should in, in that type of session. And then I met Non down the front. She waited with my bike and I had an eight kilometer run off the bike at, so Dan does these runs sometimes where it's basically not to pace, um, just literally just says, put the heart rate monitor on your screen and just look at that um, and just run to heart rate, which was uh, prescribed as 172. Uh, I've got a relatively high heart rate. I'd say that's 172 is probably about four to six beats below my 70.3 pace. Um, and so that 8K off the bike was in 326 pace. Felt all right in that, not to didn't have to push too hard well i mean i just ran to heart rate but it didn't feel too bad and just a 2k warm down that was saturday so that was quite a long one what's that it's about a, almost a six hour brick session i would say yeah again run off the bike where I, I sit down for five minutes 10 minutes between yeah it did actually say on the program um soft transition so basically sit down have a have a drink get changed etc if you want you can do that in Ibiza as well <laughs> i don't know i um, i know i saw tom tom you sat down don't you to put your shoes on in transition oh yeah but that's because i was gonna get cramped i think so <laughs> i also i also prefer to sit down to to put on my shoes for sure yeah i lose my balance a little bit to be fair um so it's, yeah. it's just easy to sit down but but you can you can stay stay seated for five minutes at least Aaron. It, it, five <laughs> minutes is, is fine <laughs> Yeah, 
I did. I, so, okay, I digress. We digress a little bit here. I'll get onto my Sunday in a second. But um, I was actually talking to Mark Buckingham about this the other day. What do you think? Because when you said sit down for five minutes, made me think of it. When someone gets a five minute drafting penalty, how much quicker do you think you actually run or at all from having a five minute rest? What do you guys think? Yeah, you run quicker. I had a I had a drafting penalty last year. Okay. Uh, yeah, it. I was yeah, I got caught drafting, but like everyone in the pack was, it was pretty tricky. But uh, I ran my fastest half. I ran like seventy minutes to the half, and it, it felt mm. quite like easy. You can just go out. The first five k feels free. So mm. yeah, I think it makes a difference, but it's not making it five minutes. No way. Mm. I think it. it yeah. dep- I think it depends. Like. Also, if you you lose your rhythm as well, I think probably in, in Ironman, uh, it it's worse because you can't just like go out and go harder because obviously you need mm. to also save the save the energy there more. But yeah, and you you lose you lose your your rhythm and everything, and also the the group as well. I mean, it also depends where like when when you have when you have the penalties. But mm. yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was we we were talking. I I said it was you, you maybe gain back a minute. Also, um, yeah. if you took a five-minute penalty. Um, anyway, back onto my Sunday to finish off the week. Another really short, fifty-minute <laughs> bike session. I think so. Again, it's designed. This session's designed for the turbo, and I actually have an arc stand. But I, my understanding of this session would be um, off the back of a hard brick or a long, a long brick on Saturday. This short session which was four by six minutes at 70 cadence. So a bit of um, low gear work, basically 310 to 300 to 310 watts, which was basically bang on what I did, um, basically 50 minutes in total. I think it's just to add a little bit of fatigue into the legs um, off the back of Saturday into my long run. Um, so I basically do that. Not it's not it's The run isn't a run off the bike, but I think um, just adds a bit more fatigue before I then go in and do my long run, which was... An hour 40, um, the first 70 minutes, really easy, like 4.30, 4.40 pace around there. Um, and then I did 25 minutes of going 30 seconds at more or less three-minute K pace, depending on whether it was headwind, tailwind. Um, so 30 seconds at three-minute K pace, a minute jog at 4.40 to 4.50 pace. Um, so I did 25 minutes of that. So essentially 18 30-seconders. Um, that took me to an hour 35 and then just a five minute warm down or five minute jog at that to finish off the long run. Again, I have an arc stand, but I think, um, those 30 seconders at the end, uh, obviously at the end of a big week, a big couple of days, just to try and get some form, uh, sorry, hold, try and hold form and a bit of speed under quite a lot of residual fatigue, um, is what I would understand that, that run to be. Um, and that finishes off. The week, uh, not too bad in terms of total volume, 24 hours plus 90 minutes of gym. I never know whether to add gym into your hours. So if you do, it's 25 and a half. If you don't, 24 hours um, with 20.5K. So I mean, 405 on the bike and 77 on the run. So yeah, I mean, a decent week, um, still some good quality and decent amount of volume, especially with basically... Tuesday being travel day and then also then on sorry on Sunday I had to travel back to Leeds as well so five hours on the Thursday driving down to Swansea and five hours back to Leeds on the Sunday 
um, as well. So three days with some traveling, not a bad, not a bad week. Nice, yeah, was pretty good week. Thanks, Aaron. So, um, yeah, let's let's move let's move on to on to Tom. Uh, Tom, I was like you over already racing two two times this this season. So, um, yeah, and it's what's pretty interesting interesting for me. Um, it's like, I mean, you got us, I guess you got a spot now for, um, the PTO European Open in, in Ibiza. Yeah. Yeah. It rolled down today. Uh, sorry, it rolled down on Monday. So yesterday, uh, I, I didn't check my emails like all weekend, just waiting yeah. for something from Dylan. Um, yeah, I got, I got, uh, told that I was in the race on Monday. So pretty excited about that. Yeah. Nice. But, but I think you don't just like deserve it just from, from the ranker position, but I also think like performance wise, you really like step, step up your game, like compared to, to last year, I think. So, um, yeah, I think it might be really interesting with your, especially with the performance on a bike right now, um, at the European open. So, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to, to race you there, but, but talk, talk us through maybe your winter, like, um, like what did you do to, yeah, to, to step up, uh, your, your performance to, to this level you're now yeah so I guess uh, I guess going back it was actually at Dallas I was kind of blown away with like how strong everyone was um and I, I kind of kind of left short course wanted to like try this middle distance on course career and yeah obviously got a wild card for Dallas and I was like wow everyone's so strong so um like literally I raced a few more middle distance races in um in Venice and Mallorca and they went up they went all right but I was I just knew myself I was like way off what the, the best guys are doing what you guys are doing so um I had like two months of training before Daytona in December and I just kind of focused on some like more specific stuff like much more like race pace longer riding just put loads of emphasis on the riding and Daytona went pretty well um I managed to kind of get off the bike with a minute lead so that was kind of like a bit of a, a bit of encouragement for me. Um, so I kind of took a short break in December, like a week or so. Um, I'd had a week off in in October as well, so I didn't feel like I needed a massive end of season break. So I kind of cracked on, um, and I'd spoke with my coach Reese, who's like our head head coach in Leeds, and we're working together, just like just discussing training and. We just wanted to push the bike on. We were like, this is strength endurance in the bike and the run with the focus for this winter. And um, yeah, I was riding like a lot, like probably 18 hours to 20 hours a week or something. Um, I just thought I'm just going to push everything into this because I just knew what the gap was. Um, so yeah, that was kind of my winter. I split it up with a camp in, in Portugal in Montegordo. Not, not the camp that Aaron's been on, the camp before that which he did go on for a week but um yeah I just like it was nice weather it was sunny for two weeks so I just took the most of the opportunity just to get some decent decent riding in and I think I was like over 600k for both of those weeks on the bike so I just just pushed it out um yeah so like again I I, I was I was kind of insecure about my bike and uh, going into these races I still didn't know where I was so entering Crash Miami, I saw the start list and there was the, the big guys were there, like Sam Long, Rhino Sanders, uh, Backyard, and I was like, oh, this is going to be tough. So I kind of like wasn't, wasn't sure where I was at, but I, I ended up kind of getting off the bike with two minutes lead 
and I got a cheeky little bonus for that as well because Clash like to give out bonuses but I, I wasn't really expecting it and I guess one of the reasons why I might have got that gap is because I've kind of invested a lot in aero testing and stuff so um who one of my sponsors in Watchshot we did some testing in February and yeah just tried to get as fast as possible like it's a bit of a toss-up between like getting aero and being able to produce power and how aero is like how that affects running off the bike and stuff but I just went all in on getting aero because I'm not a big guy I'm like five seven and 62 kilos I'm not I'm not very powerful so I was like well I'm not going to be a powerful guy on the bike like I've, I've seen your numbers spread and you're strong it blows my mind to be honest. but um so I was like, I'll just go, I'll go all in on the aero stuff. Uh, and it kind of, it paid off because Miami's flat. Uh, you just high speed. And I didn't have to, like, yeah, my numbers went high, but like what I trained to is speed more than power, which might kind of raise a few questions. But um, yeah, so yeah, crash went well. I came second. Um, and then the week after I was in Puerto Veras, in Chile and I just applied the same tactic like kind of swim near the front just push on on the bike use my position to kind of keep a high speed I'd seen what Sam Longer did in the year before and I was like well it, it takes about 44k an hour to get a decent gap on the field so I tried to hold that and yeah that gave me a big enough advantage on the run to hold on to the win so that was great and um yeah, the whole point of me racing early was to try and boost my rankings so I could give myself a shot at getting into PTO. And yeah, uh, Monday I got the call up. So yeah, really excited about that. That's going to be your next race now? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was kind of preparing for the Challenge Champs with with a hope of the PTO. But yeah, now this is my next race. So we've got, cool. we've got five weeks, I think, just under five weeks. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of... Uh, yeah, just kind of change my training a bit. Slight panic training, but it's not it's not ridiculous. Just tweaking a few things. Obviously, slightly less time to prepare for a race, but like five weeks is still enough. So Yeah, you're you're obviously you're obviously fit, right? So like five weeks is more than enough that you need. especially especially like you you've had some good races. You obviously got some race sharpness now. Uh, sorry, like some sharpness from racing. So I, I'm sure I, I'm pretty, I'm sure you go into it, but you uh, yeah. you took a down week after the races, and then last week was kind of like, well, I guess what you're about to tell us now is yeah. like your introduction, I guess, into preparing for for Ibiza. Yeah, yeah, basically, I, I kind of exaggerate when I said panic training. I'm I'm not panic training, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, after the race, I was after the races, I was and the travel, I was absolutely wrecked. So I literally I just took a week off. I think, well, no, I did. 3k swim that was it uh so starting back i guess on monday which is going for my week um i was kind of eager to get back into it all um so i just just cracked on with my normal week really uh which was yeah monday morning was a, a long course swim i think it was the same swim that you mentioned there in like 15 twos with a mixture of swimming pool um felt pretty fresh which was quite nice because long course can drag um and then i went out on the bike for just over three hours did about 98k um it was nice weather so i just i 
I mean, I've been riding the TT bike since February, um, just just to get used to the position, especially after the testing. So, yeah, it's nice and fast. With the wind as well, you can pick up some nice speed around here if you pick the right roads. For people that live in the UK, will know that 98k in three hours is pretty fast. If you're listening from America, you're like, oh, that's like 150 watts on really fast, like fast roads. But obviously in Yorkshire, where the roads are dead, if you're averaging over 30k an hour, pretty much you you have to keep the pressure on the pedals, right? Yeah, I guess the uh, the term would be gritty. Uh, it's very grippy. Mm. Um, yeah, rough roads and hills and stuff. But like I, I've I've worked out, I've I've lived in Leeds for over ten years now, so I've worked out some pretty good roads to use the TT bike on. So yeah, but it might have still been 150 watts. I'm not sure. <laughs> My watts are low. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, anyway, I finished off the day with a 30 minute run and my gym session, which might be quite interesting but it was six by six seconds on a hill max so that's the shortest gym mm-hmm. session you've probably ever heard <laughs> um so yes we, we've got a new physio in Leeds who I, I don't actually see but we have spoken to him and he's called a lactic sprint so I, I've had a few calf issues in the past so and I, I I wasn't really keen on like spending loads of time in the gym so he just said like sprinting is one of the best forms of strength training you can do so this is like a very specific strength exercise for like my lower limbs um so yes six by six seconds on a hill which um yeah felt good it it, i'm quite scared of like going max sprinting running because you just don't know what you're gonna pull especially when you're over 30 but uh yeah it, it went all right um so yeah that was that was monday tuesday was yeah, a VO2 swim, but like getting back into training, I didn't want to commit fully to it. So I kind of did half a session VO2, half of it threshold. So it was four fifties, four ones, four times through. And I was swimming like 32s for the VO2. This is short course, by the way. And then like 70s for the hundreds. So yeah, nothing, nothing amazing there. But I just, I didn't want to like dig myself a hole on day two back into training um and then I did like a, a 5k shakeout run just after that and then in the evening I did like a track session so off the back of the races like I, I wasn't running how I'd want to but that could be for a number of reasons but I just felt like like the pace I was running at it wasn't really hard I just felt like mechanically I couldn't go any faster so spoke with my coach and I was like oh, I just feel like my ceiling's a bit low at the moment so I've been doing some like slightly faster stuff on the track so last week was 10 200s in about 35 seconds um just for mechanics really and yeah that that went okay just off to a jog if anyone's interested and were you doing the was the jog in between like real easy or I know sometimes you do well we all sometimes mix the how, how quick we do the recovery oh, no. was it was just you? a job to feel like I was it wasn't that time like the, the focus of the session it wasn't a physiology session at all it was just mechanics yeah. um I just I just wanted to like work with Reese and we're having conversations after reps just like really focusing on technique like it I, I would not class it as like a, a session really it was just like a mechanics mechanics session yeah. um yeah. so yeah that that especially after seeing Jason running over the past couple of races, 
Like his running level is well, his running level is insane. Uh, so yeah, Wednesday, um, I had a long ride planned. It was like 130k, uh, and like 90 minutes of that was supposed to be like just underneath the threshold, just a bit of overgear work. I know you guys do overgear work with reps, but me and Reese have worked out that if we can do that over 90 minutes, that was like a slightly different way of going about it. But I I started it and I just felt crap. So I just kind of rode back, just rode back on the butt, like it, on the skis in position, but I just kept it steady. Um, so it, it, it was just a long ride. Did it in just over four hours, so still pretty quick. Like I said earlier, I picked the roads, which are best to do TT riding on around here. Um, but yeah, it was it wasn't anything special, and I think I started to feel a little bit like ill that day as well. Like I had a bit of a sore throat, uh, definitely a warning sign, and maybe the HRV stuff might help me there, but I don't use it. So yeah, maybe it's something to invest in. Um, I finished off for the day with a 10k run. Um, we we just got a 10k loop that I do. It's just easy to get get round. So um, yeah, just Wednesday, just a big aerobic day for us. Really, I, I don't swim on Wednesdays. I decide to take a bit of a lion, to be honest. I know like most of the guys in Leeds swim five times a week, but I I just do four because I just, I, I just feel like I need to sleep nowadays. So um, yeah, Thursday. Uh, Aaron mentioned the session earlier, uh, the, the three 100s um, and then a 200 and then the like uh, three times through and then five threes. Uh, I was just holding like 70 second pace for most of that. Um, I think it was off a 120 base. Was that right, Aaron? Can't quite remember. I think uh, you guys might have been, but I was with the dev session, so I was... Oh, okay. Yeah. bit mixed yeah but around about i think they'll on about 20 uh 120 yeah 120 cycle. Uh, yeah it, it felt all right to be fair and i think you, you sometimes get those days don't you before you get ill where you actually feel pretty good um and like this mm-hmm. this felt really manageable for me um so i was quite happy with the session um went straight out for a run afterwards did 10k and then had a bike session again we've, we've kind of gone back to uh, what i was doing before my races so it was kind of more vo2 focused so like the 40 20 session and i had uh five by five minutes 40 20s so that's 40 seconds hard 20 easy yeah yeah that's right yeah it's like a, i think am i right freddie you're like dan uses it quite a bit um with his training I'm, i could be wrong with that but i know it's very popular cyclists yeah 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 we do a lot of uh, i also did it last week I will, we'll talk about it later but uh, yeah, a lot of like 30 30s and 40 20s. Uh, yeah, that's like if you do VO2 max on a bike, then that's the session we do. We always do. Yeah, I feel like it just it allows you to hit the intensity for like a slightly longer period of time. So um, it, I, I did it on the, the Brownie circuit where Aaron did his run. But, so it's like very variable. So it's really hard to hit a consistent power. So I average between, I know, 350 and 400 watts for the 40s and then you have downhills and everything so like the recoveries you just you just kind of just take as they come my coach had actually set four by five but I felt pretty good so I did five um and then literally rolling back on the cool down my throat started to feel really sore so I definitely kind of put the nail in the coffin there so (laughs) woke like woke up on Friday and I was feeling rough 
had a bad night's sleep and I had a photo shoot to do that day with my sponsor Hoob so I was like just not feeling anything like did a swim like cut it short like, I had to drive down to Derby which is my hometown it's it's only an hour and a half in the car but just when you're not feeling good it's it's a pretty it's not something you want to do like a photo shoot where you've got to change your night of clothes and things but it, it went all right hopefully got some good pics which I'll we've got on Instagram <laughs> good Instagram <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, doing it for the gram yeah definitely no no it was actually quite fun in the end that like my manager was there uh, my brother who works for who he was there so it was good to catch up um but it definitely wrote me off for the rest of the day I was gonna run but I just sacked it off just wasn't feeling it. so you didn't that was you you were you planning on swimming yeah I, I did I did the swim I just I cut it short I did it was supposed to be like 5k but I did two and a half k just like and I, I think when you talked about sprinting I was literally sandbagging everything just getting on hips <laughs> not not committing to it at all which when when Russ is watching you swim and you're not giving it he just doesn't pay attention to you at all so uh <laughs> yeah um and then yeah that kind of like set my weekend up like that ill like I, I was kind of like borderline ill. I was just trying really hard not to like make it worse. So Saturday, I, I intended to do like a, a long run at first threshold, which would have been like 25k or something. Um, like it, my aim was to do like a an easy 3k warm up and then run 20k at like 350, 345 or something. Um, but I literally set off. I was with my fiance at the time and we we're jogging down and we we're both feeling pretty rubbish. So I was just like, oh, I'll just help you out of your session. So in the end, I did three by four minutes twice through with her starting at four minute Ks and finishing at 350 Ks. And we repeated that. And then I did some strides at the end. So yeah, that that was just my Saturday, basically. Just um just the run in the morning and then I just watched ocean chat ocean sides. Uh, in the afternoon, which was, I have to say, one of the most exciting races I've watched in a long time. I don't know if you guys watched it, but I thought it was wicked, to be honest. I, I didn't. I didn't get to see it actually. No, but um, I saw it was. I I, I um was obviously my coach. He's coaching Sam Long, so we we had a chat about the race, and he he was watching it and said it was, um, very exciting. Uh, race but um just back to back to your saturday i know you normally ride on a saturday yeah was that you didn't ride because of yeah well just not feeling right. yeah i was like really snotty and stuff so i just didn't ride and the weather was gonna be rubbish and i i just didn't feel it so i messaged reese and just said i'm just gonna call it um i'm feeling like i'm getting ill i don't want to make it worse so i just caught up on loads of jobs like just stuff around the house and things so I just took took the rest of the day off and yeah um it, it, it I actually enjoyed watching Oceanside it just yeah I just, I just thought it was a great race and good for the sport really like obviously we I mentioned the guys race but the girls race was actually amazing as well so um mm. yeah that was that was awesome and then yeah Sunday still not feeling 100% but just kept it well easy uh went went for a long ride with um with a friend called Will Draper he's like a, he's another pro athlete around here he trains with Johnny and Alistair um we just met up because we'd not kept caught up for a while and 
um we we rode out and he had three by 30 minutes on the way back and I was like oh yeah maybe I'll just like try and keep you in sight just um just try and get aero and just like kind of hold his wheel a bit but after like three minutes he'd just gone 30 seconds up the road so I just said nah it's not happening um kept it relaxed on the way back it was a headwind so not that easy but uh yeah that was that was Sunday pretty much oh I actually did do a 10k run before that ride uh nice and easy so yeah the the week was not it, it, it I still got decent amount of volume in but I kind of hoped to do a bit more intensity than I did, but I guess given a week off, getting a little bit ill, um, it wasn't bad. So I think in, in total, I did like 25 hours, 18K swim, like 440K on the bike and 70K running, which it isn't bad, like very, very low intensity pretty much. Um, and also did a few like jobs, as I said, like caught up with a sponsor, um, chatted with a few guys I coached and things like that so um, not bad to set me up for the next kind of four weeks into into IV for really so yeah it, it could have gone better but it wasn't it wasn't a bad week all in all yeah nice good week thanks on your week Freddie uh, yeah my week um, was basically a recovery week so um, yeah I was just just coming back from a from a five weeks training camp in Girona and Spain and um yeah now i'm on the road again for for another six weeks so basically the week was recovery week in terms of training but it was still quite stressful because i was at home for only for five days so i had to work through quite quite some stuff like sponsors as well as like some private stuff as well and um yeah monday i just uh, had a had an easy 4k swim um we have a little like at home where, where like right now i actually don't have a home so i, I live at my parents in germany we're still deciding uh, where where to, where to move next actually so and but there we have like a pretty shit um yeah swimming pool situation because like the only indoor pool um which which is close close there to my parents is, is closed uh, until september and the open pools only open until yeah, middle of may so yeah for the for the next pool i have to drive like uh at least 45 minutes 45 minutes by car and yeah it's it's quite stressful for us for, for swimming um that's pretty rough yeah so so by the monday um yeah i had some some i actually had to like change my my car and, and there was uh it was like one and a half hour far and there was a pool so um a 50 meter uh, the, the olympic pool in munich i think maybe, maybe you, you guys know it um so that's that, that's pretty cool. So I swam there, uh, just a four k easy swim. Uh, that was basically it from Monday. Then on Tuesday, um, I had a morning run with um, where I should do uh, two times eight times two hundred meters, more like a mix of uh, yeah, it should be like weird to max pace, um, but I shouldn't like concentrate uh, on the on the pace I run and definitely run it more for for feeling and uh, for for the stride. Yeah, the, the track unfortunately was uh, full of snow. Um, it was snowing <laughs> at my parents, so I just ran it on the road. I don't really like to do the the short stuff on the road because, like, yeah, my GPS is always like pretty pretty bad, and uh, yeah, so I basically have to run for for time. Um, so I ran two times, eight times, like thirty five seconds, and actually, like the the first two hundreds 
my GPS was so off. I think, let me check. Oh yeah, I ran a, a 3.59 pace according oh, to, nice. my, to my GPS. Wow. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it, definitely, it definitely felt faster than that. <laughs> and what, what, was your, what was your lactate on that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah t- t- 10.0 for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't feel overall uh, too great. Was was still pretty tired from from the long travel um, back from from Girona. But yeah, still got got the session done, and then just had a um, easy ride uh, in the afternoon, uh, which I did um, outside. Um, even though there was there was snow, but the, the roads uh, got empty for the afternoon, so um, I could go outside. It was one hour fifty five minutes. At um, actually 224 watts average i really felt good for for that one in the uh, in the afternoon so um felt pretty easy to to push that watts that was also my my last session on the on the road bike for a while because yeah the, the next day um i had a I had a more easy morning run which was 8.1k uh, 38 minutes and then um I would have had a swim session, but because of the swimming pool situation and everything being so stressful, I decided to, to skip that session um, just to, to have some more some more recovery uh, before going um, onto the road again up to altitude. Um, and then in the afternoon, I did a um, like a bike session. Um, I did it indoor, which um, and yeah was also like my my first ride on the TT. Actually, since the seventy-one-three World Championship in St. George, I want <laughs> I wanted to go I wanted to go outside, but um, yeah, the weather got got pretty shit. So um, yeah, I, I stayed inside, and I had some a little weird two max program for that session, um, which was twelve times twenty seconds hard, uh, forty seconds easy, then eight times uh, thirty thirty, and six times uh, forty twenty. Freddie, in in that session, do you do um do you do that in your bars or? I know you're on the time trial bike, but do you just sit on the hoods? No, I for the for the VR2 Max, I sit on the hoods. Yeah, no, I don't do that in the bars. I actually, I actually, I did always the last um the last rep, I I did in the bars, because um, but it was more because I have a new toy, um, the Moxie monitor, um, yeah, yeah. it's like I I can just explain it fast for listeners. It's like you take it onto your onto your thigh, um, fix it with your with your cycling pants. And it basically measures your the oxygen situ- saturation in your in your muscle. And um, yeah, my my coach gave it to me um, for the for the altitude camp. Now um, I think it's it's a pretty good tool to to pace pace the sessions, especially in altitude. And yeah, I tried it out on that session, and it was it was pretty interesting. Um, also, like when you were changing from the hoods to to the aero position, and then obviously also when you you were do- when I was doing the intervals. Just to see like the, the drop of the of the oxy of the oxygen and muscle um when when going harder. Did it change that much? Uh it was like the only time until now that I worked. Um I worked for the for the harder sessions now here in attitude. Um but yeah, like for, for the easy um in the beginning I had like 50-55%. Um I, I don't know if I have no idea idea about these numbers yet. I also don't know if it's like individual or if you can compare it, so I just basically recorded it and, and give it give it to my coach, and and he will know then. But yeah, then for the beer um, to max, um, it went down. I think for the forty twenties, it was down to sixteen percent. Oh wow! 
yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Also, like the difference between um, riding in the hoods and in the aerobars was also like about five percent uh, less in 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 the aerobars. Yeah. I guess it cuts up the blood supply, doesn't it? A bit, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it also, but it also, I mean, I'm not used to the like the position at all. It was my first ride on a TT, so I I need some rides to to get uh, get into it. If quickly before before you move on, I was going to ask you guys anyway. When you're more adapted to your time trial bike, how much difference do you think there is between riding on the tops and then in the air bars on the trainer? Because um, I I find it like a lot like quite a bit harder to hit the same power in the TT's position on the trainer. But I was just interested to see what you guys think. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, it's 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 like when you compare road bike and and TT bike as well. Um, I think you just have a, like a better blood flow, uh, being more, yeah, riding more up, upwards uh, with, with with your upper body, and uh, then you can just push more. But but obviously that's not not what it's about. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. it's not about pushing pushing as much power as possible. And when when training with TT bike, I think you obviously want to um, yeah go fast and yeah you have to push the watts in the in the TT yeah. position, of course. But um, yeah, for, I mean, for me as well, it's the same. Um, it's it's definitely definitely a big difference. And then there's another difference when you go like uphill or when you go really fast. I mean, mm. it's harder to push the the power when you go like 50 k's an hour. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I I think it's yeah. on a flat bit of road from base bar to TT back to the skis. It's probably 20 to 30 watts for me. The difference in the same effort. So for me, it's all about like the speed, like the watts. Kind of become secondary in the TT position unless you have two different values be like your threshold or something like what what your threshold is in on the skis compared to what it is on a road bike or on the base bar. So it might be worth like yeah, like rethinking that slightly. But yeah, yeah. Then uh, moving on to on to Thursday, um, I had only a swim session in the morning. Um, the main set, I I did a uh, five by six hundred meters. The first one, first first one, pad, uh, pull and bend, um, just like easy. It was short short course meters. Then the second one, um, easy aerobic. The third, the fourth one, um, was like, yeah, like upper aerobic or um, yeah, almost a bit into like tempo sweet spot. And the last one, um, again like uh. Yeah, like tempo with pad pull band. Uh, yeah, was was a good good session. Um, was was good to to wake up the the body a bit. And then in the afternoon, I had a really long uh, shooting in in pouring rain. Uh, with with one of my partners. Uh, I mean, it it was pretty pretty nice because we we wanted to shoot in rain actually, like so it it was directly. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely got really cold there for for the end. And uh, yeah, I, I was pretty lucky that I didn't, I didn't get sick from that. <laughs> At this point, are you, are you still in Germany at this point? Yes, still, um, still in Germany. And then uh, Friday, um, well, actually, like Thursday was also like packing day because I decided to split the travel to to Faramu because I was traveling by car and this time um, I was traveling alone. So uh, Friday was travel day number one. I had a easy easy morning morning run with um five times 100 meters strides uh, at the back of it uh, was 34 minutes 7.8k uh, then on the way um i i went to a swimming pool and had a quick uh, uh, vo to max session there 
um, which was uh, eight, eight times eight times fifty at forty five seconds. Where I swam twenty five hard, twenty five easy, uh, then ten times fifty um, hard at forty five seconds. Uh, I th swam then them in about uh, thirty two seconds. Uh, it was long course meters, and uh, then eight times fifty again at forty five. Um, which was again forty at uh, twenty five uh, hard, twenty five easy. Yeah, for that session, I actually had a maximum heart rate of um hundred ninety, which which is really high. I was also surprised by that after Ooh. because it 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 didn't feel that high, but um I think it's because like my body, I mean it, it was a stressful week, but my body actually rested, so I think I could like go really hard without without that it felt too hard. So yeah, definitely. You've got some speed, Freddie. I think it's you're pretty fast. You put me away at fifty, hundred percent. Not, not, not always. <laughs> what, what's your maximum heart rate in the pool? Do you know? Like, was that your maximum? I actually don't know. No, I was already, I was already over two hundred for, or like at two hundred at least for sure. Like, I know for for running and cycling, I can go up to like two hundred five. Um, but I think the 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 highest I went on the pool was two hundred, but. Yeah, I never really. Yeah, I don't. I don't know when it was, or, but yeah, I mm. think somewhere around that. Uh, but yeah, actually, I actually hate like fifties or like VO two max sessions. <laughs> I prefer yeah, I prefer these threshold sessions. <laughs> mm, I'm with you on that as well. So I guess all yeah. Three of us prefer <laughs> threshold over. Yeah. Well, you saw me today in the pool, Aaron. We had a VO two max session, <laughs> and I was just not feeling it. So, yeah. Yeah. No, we we swim obviously we swim together when we're in Leeds and, and our, the swim coach here is, he's a proper swimming coach. I think he's been to the Olympics for, for what well, coached athletes at four different Olympics, maybe or three. So he loves, he loves the floggers in the water. He's like an old school proper <laughs> swimming coach. Um, so yeah, when we have hard VO, that's probably why I'm not enjoying VO2s at the moment. Um, Cause they're just like, yeah, they're really, really hard. But sorry, sorry. We've, in, we've, we've gate crashed your week, Freddie. <laughs> No worries. Uh, yeah, then after that, I had a eight and a half hour drive um, to Aix-les-Bains in, in France. It's a quite pretty place. Um, it was uh, right in the, yeah, like almost half, a bit over halfway uh, to Forumeu. So yeah, I crashed in a hotel for one night, um, went for a morning run the next day to, to check out the place. Um, sadly, it was raining. So I didn't see too much from the from the mountain panor panorama, um, but the run was still pretty nice. Uh, Fifty five minutes, eleven point seven k. I actually didn't have like uh, this run on my training plan, but I decided to to go for it. Um, like it was pretty felt pretty good be between uh, between all the traveling and yeah, I had to sit another uh, six hours in the car later that day. So yeah, just uh, slept in, did a run. Ate breakfast and then started the uh, yeah rest of the travel to to Forumu. Freddie, how how um you just mentioned you don't you didn't have that on the on the program. Like how relaxed is Dan with that sort of stuff? Like your coach, that is um like yeah, and how much flexibility does he give you? Or like, what do you say? Oh, why did you go running? Like, do you have to, would you explain why, or is are you just free to add sort of stuff in like that? Uh, I think I think it depends. I I mean this run pretty much i mean in my in my training peaks um like i had the, the plan anyway that on saturday i would travel the whole way so um this way i wouldn't have training for for that day 
but um yeah this way that mm. I, I split the travel i think it it made sense and i yeah i didn't ask him in that case but also because i know that um yeah he would have said it's it's 100 fine and it's a good idea to actually mm. but obviously if i if i would do i, I would never add like a, a extra interval session or, or something like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. They, I definitely trust, and I. I barely do like at training. Um. And also, like with skipping sessions, he's totally fine with that. Obviously, when when I have an expl explanation for that, and mm. yeah. So, in the end, it's all about 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 my feeling, and if I'm feeling feeling good, and I I can go for an easy jog or whatever. If it doesn't, yeah, like take away from from the training around it, it's obviously totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just I just asked because obviously we're both yeah. via correspondence, so I'm I'm kind of learning a little bit on on that side of things as well, like on travel days when we to do you know, like like you did there, whether you can just um, add in certain things like easy runs that because obviously they don't know exactly, you know, they're not they're not seeing you day to day, so they they can't know everything that you're doing and and every travel that you have and whether things take longer or shorter than expected etc so i guess i'm learning that with with my coach as to you know how that operates but i was just interested to see whether whether for you guys he, he gives you a bit of flexibility on that stuff yeah yeah so when i started working with with dan i or like i always asked him for everything like if i could move that session for a day or like and he always said yes. So, uh, yeah. and and now like like uh, yeah, two and a half years later, I also like got a sense for it, which makes uh, so which makes sense and whatnot. So, and mm. uh, yeah, I, I didn't get a complaint yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, I had a six-hour travel to to Forum. Um, arrived here for a four weeks altitude camp. Yeah, where I will have my yeah final preparation for um. For Ibiza, I will also travel from here um, direct to to Ibiza. Uh, so that means I had to bring a lot of stuff. Like also, the I had to bring a, a bike bag um, as well. <laughs> so my my car was was really really packed. All my race stuff, my race wheels, and everything. And yeah, I'm here with with the TT bike only. Did you forget anything, or is it all sorted? Because when you're packing up for like a long camp and a race, yeah, you have that nervous feeling that oh maybe I've forgotten. I know, yeah. Yeah, that was that was the most stressful. Like uh, Friday, Saturday, like if I have everything, like uh, and during the car drive, I went went through like the race or what I need for a race, like hundred times, like wetsuit, goggles, and, and so on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I th I think I have everything. And by, by worst case, um, I have pretty good sponsors. Like if I forget anything, I yeah, they they would usually ship me like anything I forget. So oh, that's good. Then uh, Sunday was yeah day one uh, in the attitude camp. Um, I mean I did quite a few. It's like my fifth attitude camp. Uh, I do one every every half year. Um, and so yeah, this is for Ramirez on one thousand eight hundred fifty. Um, I used to go to Sierra Nevada and uh in the uh, before the season, but yeah, it was booked out there. So yeah, I decided to try out um for Ramirez, uh, something new. Haven't been here yet. So yeah, the first day is obviously all about yeah adaption, and uh, but I would probably adapt pretty fast um, because I was already in attitude quite some time, also not so long ago. Uh, so day one was uh, we had to wake up pretty early. We have to wake up pretty early here if we want to do something before breakfast because the breakfast is only until eight thirty a.m. 
So <laughs> this is quite stressful and we have to plan our days uh, accordingly. Yeah, I, I know that I've, I've stayed there before. You, yeah. I think I ate there once once at the breakfast time and then I sacked it off and like got rid of that. And the the um, the um bakery in Belkirk does good... Um, Oh yeah, I know. Uh, good yeah. breakfast there. I've already passed this. I mean, I know where it is, but yeah, we definitely we will definitely check it yeah. out. Thank you. The quiche, quiche, and the um, what almond croissant? Oh, nice. they're they're to die for. So if you don't, if you get sick of getting up early, that's what we did. That's the funny thing. Also here, um, I'm 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 here with uh with Nils Fromholt, um, not a long distance uh guy from from Germany. I'm I think everyone should should know him, um, but um. Yeah, we were talking about like, I mean, the the food is like, it's it's not too bad, but it's obviously also not not the not the very best here. Um, but which is what is really really good is the baguette. <laughs> mm, it's French, of yes. course it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 really funny. Yeah. Although 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 if you gave that to a French person, they would probably turn their nose up at it. <laughs> Because to them, to them, it wouldn't be very good. I know for sure, Vincent Lewis, who I used to train with, uh, he, he he can be a bit snobby with that stuff, and he would definitely turn his nose up at that bread. <laughs> typical French, typical French people, they love their bread, and and it has to be good quality, you know. Yeah. So on on Sunday we um went out at yeah seven in the morning to to get a easy run before breakfast. There was also it was snowing overnight. Um, so there were there was quite some snow that morning and obviously pretty cold, but we did like nine uh, k, uh, pretty hilly, um, just ex- exploring the place around and just four five nineteen uh, average pace. We also went on, on some icy trails, <laughs> so it was more like a, almost like a, a run hike, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's anyway it doesn't doesn't matter like first days of altitude. Uh, then I had a after breakfast um a one and a half hour easy ride which we did uh, on the turbo and uh, yeah finishing the off the day with a with a 4k easy swim um just some hundreds and 200s uh, nothing special and yeah that that's it uh, for the week um i think the totals so yeah swim i had uh, 17k on bike i had just 172k or five hours i was just on a bike uh, three times and a run i had um 48k which is a little bit sad because it was uh, breaking my my streak uh, of like running three months of uh running over uh, oh every week over at least 60k <laughs> yeah i saw your strava graph it looks really nice it's like a really nice build yeah it, it, it yeah exactly exactly wow. it was it was it looked really nice but now there's this one week now with the 48k where it goes down a bit it obviously makes that <laughs> makes sense to do that so but yeah just every everyone who who listens to this podcast know i'm obsessed with, with my numbers <laughs> uh you, how tempted were you to get out for a 12k run in the afternoon uh i mean it was a pretty stressful week and i know that i need to be yeah. fit for this uh, four week blog and attitude so uh, day three and the baguettes there you should like count how many baguettes you get there like throw your whole camp because i reckon you'll go through quite a few i already have no idea if we are count now now i'm here for uh three days i think <laughs> <laughs> i i really can't count how many it is that's gonna be impressive <laughs> i'm sure yeah <laughs> And yeah, overall it was uh, thirteen hours. So 
yeah, it was stressful, but um, while well, my my ring says uh, my body's recovered, so <laughs> and I also feel 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 recovered. Um, of course, now um, first days with attitude are always a bit tough, but um, yeah, ready to tackle the the next weeks here. But yeah, that was pretty much uh, my week then. Cheers! Thanks, thanks for sharing, Freddy. Yeah, then that's it uh, for for the podcast. Um, thanks everyone for for listening. Um, I hope you you liked the new new trio. Maybe that's uh, that that might be the new trio until until the race. <laughs> we will see how uh, Mika and and Colin are doing. Um, of course, our thoughts are with them, and hopefully, um, yeah, they get better soon and are back on the pod also as soon as possible. Just yeah, to keep us updated. And yeah, thanks you guys. Yeah, thanks guys. Um, it's it's been great to be on. Yeah, and yeah, best of wishes to Colin and Mika. I hope they recover yeah. well because yeah, health is really important. Obviously, um, yeah, hope they can get back to it soon. Yeah, ditto. Exactly what 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 Tom said. Um, yeah, thanks thanks for having us. All right, bye guys. Cheers. Bye bye. See ya.